It is Friday, the 26th of March, 2021. The extra day was definitely worth the wait for today's podcast. As you're listening to the Handsome Genius Club radio show. Hey kids, welcome to the show. My name is Kingdom, Anthony Kingdom James. And uh, as... Uh, our feline friend, Chloe, is sitting directly underneath my chair and occasionally tapping me on the leg with her clawed paw. <laughs> uh, I'll give her some attention. Hey, she's she's let me pick her up a couple of times without completely freaking out. But wherever I try to put her down, she runs away from. I wanted to put her... You know I've wanted to put her in the window and get her watching outside. Like, I I made a whole thing of testing the screen in my window just to make sure that I wasn't doing a terrible, terrible thing. I left my blinds up for a couple of straight days, hoping that she would, you know. I've put treats on the windowsill. No, nothing. Nothing so far. She'll get there. Everything has taken a little time with Chloe. Um... Yeah, I I delayed today's episode uh, because I knew that I was recording with uh, our guest Thursday night. And uh, Wednesday night when I sat down to record, I thought, you know what, another solo cast or me grabbing somebody, uh, you know, at midnight here. Uh, no, I, 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 you know what, I'd rather... The schedule is what I make of it. So, ow, claw right in my Achilles tendon, Chloe. Uh, <laughs> I decided to take the extra day and uh, bring you this interview with Alexia Nicole. Hey, kids, welcome back. Uh, another episode of the Handsome Genius Club radio show. Today's guest is one of the indie wrestling scene's most talented up-and-coming performers. And uh, I am looking forward to wrestling opening again so that I can book her for a union show or two, finally. Uh, she's also a licensed private investigator, which I really, I yeah, I do have to ask some questions. Like, do you get a, do you get a Ferrari when you graduate? Is it all Magnum P.I.? Uh, what do they actually teach you in school? Uh, <laughs> please, uh, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, please welcome Alexia Nicole to the Handsome Genius Club. Hello, Alexia. Hello, how are you? I am quite well, quite well. Uh, a little befuddled because as I try to talk to you, the cat is like circling me, circling me like a shark and occasionally digging a claw into me for attention. And I think she just wandered off to get food. So we, we, we should have a few minutes to talk here. Perfect. <laughs> How are you doing? All right. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, I've been better. Existing? Had... Yeah. Mm. There's a lot you of know? that going around. Yeah, feels like it. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just, I'm so over everything. Like, I just want to go back to normal. Yeah. But, like, I'm not dumb enough to just, like, literally run around outside screaming, like, oh, this is take your mask off and all that <laughs> so. you know you know that there's no normal again yeah like i mean we <laughs> we maybe get we maybe get to 90 percent of the before times we don't mm -hmm. get we don't get full stupid us again we get oh a, yeah no a, probably not it's a new stupid us <laughs> <laughs> So I I um I don't usually uh send people any of the questions I'm going to ask beforehand but I this morning I sent you one because I wanted to give you time to uh to mull it over. And the the question I want to start with is what is the one question that you never get asked or you don't get asked enough when you do interviews like this? So I literally thought about it all day and I couldn't think of one question but like Nobody, not nobody, typically people that I do podcasts with, unless I know them, out, like, and I've met them before, yeah. they never ask me anything outside of wrestling, ah. which, like, I get, I get, because, like, they're wrestling podcasts, but it's always the same, like, you know, when, when, 
when did you get into wrestling? What got you into it? Who are your favorites? What's your dream match? How did you get started? It's the same like type of questions, which is fine. Yeah. Um, I just there's definitely a lot more like of those than of literally any other interest I have. <laughs> yeah, I mean, now I I fall prey to the cookie cutter questions at times because I feel like uh, I feel like I'm doing exposition with a lot of people, like you know. My little pocket of listeners might not know you as well as some other little pocket of listeners. And all those little pockets of listeners, you know, we have to introduce you to them. Uh, You know, but... Yeah. I, I, you know, hey, I I try to avoid the nonsense. (laughs) Like, one of the things I... I, um, one of the things that I want to avoid, especially when talking to uh, female wrestlers, is I don't want to talk about, you know, the creepy fans. We, okay. we all know they exist. Yeah. And um, I don't want to ask questions about them unless it's unless I can find a positive angle on it. You know, it shouldn't be, mm-hmm. it's like, uh, I'm rambling. I should be talking. I should be asking <laughs> questions, but I, okay. I, it shouldn't be about, it shouldn't be about, Hey, what do you do about creepy fans? It should be about, Hey, uh, creepy fans, parents raise your kids better. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so. I mean, you're saying that nobody talks to you about life outside of wrestling, and and like the one of the first things I want to talk to you about is how the hell do you become a licensed private investigator? What what TV show were you watching that made you think I want to be Magnum PI? Uh, no TV show. I was in school for criminology, yeah. and I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't want to be a lawyer. Because uh, I didn't want to go to school more, which ironically I'm now back in school. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to be a cop because it just seemed like a bad idea. Yeah. Um, and I was trying to think of like other jobs and like look into other jobs that you could have criminology for, and a lot of them were government jobs, which would be great, but you need like three, four years of experience in any kind of like professional setting before you can get a government job. Yeah. Um. So I was just like, okay, I need a job out of school so I can start making money and like get my life together. Uh, and I just I was looking up jobs I can do with criminology, and I found private investigating. I was like, done. That's it. That's the job. <laughs> so what was what was the plan work wise then uh, for you know coming out of school? Were you? I, I I mean I don't as much as I might joke. I don't think anybody's gonna rent an office above a pool hall and start solving noir mysteries from the 40s with their private investigator license. But, I mean, what was your plan coming out of school? What job were you looking for? Uh, to work for a com- like an investigating company. There's a lot of, like, insurance companies yeah. that'll, um, that'll contract out investigators, and it's, it's easy money. Yeah. Like, it's super, it's super easy, and, like, it's especially a really good job for wrestling because you make your own schedule. Right. Um, so I could, you know, I could pick the days I needed off. I could just work different days. I could start at, like, if I started at 5 a.m., I was usually done by, like, 2 in the afternoon. Mm. Okay. So it was great for that. And, yeah, I was just looking around, seeing who's hiring uh, new investigators. That was literally my plan. As soon as I finished, I got my license. I'm like, okay, who's hiring brand new? And And you did that out of school? I did. So I did. I did university. Got a job in an office for a bit. While I was at the office, work. I uh, finished my licensing, sort of like education and testing and all that. Right. And then eventually, yeah, I found a firm and they took me in. And how long were you there? From August of 2019 to March of 2020. Okay. And, uh, yeah, and then everyone got let go. Oh. COVID, so. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we all got let go. They were told we were going to be brought back, but like it was, it got to August and like no one was saying anything. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go back to school. I'm yeah. already sat at home for this long. It's fine. What, is, what are you, uh, what are you taking in school now? Animal care. Animal care? Yeah, I totally switched fields now. 
that, wow what yeah what prompted this this change i literally am just like what's an essential job yeah my i hate i hate sitting at home doing nothing so i being at home from what was it march to really march to now like i'm still mostly online school i very rarely go to class yeah and like work is so sparse that yeah like i hate sitting at home doing nothing i'm like okay i need to do something i need to even if it is just go back to school and start start over. So it's like okay, what am I what am I what do I like? What am I into? Yeah. I'm into animals. I like helping animals. Just try animal care. <laughs> you are the second guest I've had on the show this year who has just kind of said, uh, okay, well, let's put aside everything and uh start working in a vet's office. So <laughs> I'm the second? Uh yeah, Andre Shakti. Wow. Andre Shakti was on the show uh, uh, about a month or so ago, and mm-hmm. she has uh, she has a, a a new full time gig as a veterinary assistant. Oh wow! Yeah, so <laughs> it's that's uh, fascinating. I everybody is uh, I. It feels like everybody has taken this opportunity to reassess their situation and say what would make me what could i do for a living that would actually make me happy what could i <laughs> what could i wake yeah, up in the morning and be happy going to well yeah like that's the thing like investigating it was great for what it was like i got to, i was basically by myself and like physically by myself i had my managers literally text me every like hour and a half hey what's going on and i'm like nothing i've been here for six hours <laughs> um <laughs> um and like it was, there was early, like I'd have to get up early, which kind of sucks sometimes. And there was nothing in my area, so I was constantly driving out of the way to find stuff. So like that was a pain because it wasn't always covered if it wasn't in the budget. Um, so there was just a lot of like little things with investigating, like, oh, this is just so annoying. Yeah. Whereas with animal care, I'm like, okay, like I get to go work with an animal all day. Yeah. Even if there's people, it's fine. Like there's things around that aren't people and I can, I much better with that. <laughs> Be, uh, besides the investigating job, w- w- did the pandemic cost you? Let's let's talk about wrestling for a second, for, just for a second though. Let's, I'm yeah, gonna let's Brad My- <laughs> let's Brad Myers this and never talk about wrestling during this episode. Uh, <laughs> uh, besides besides the investigating job, were there any wrestling opportunities or cool gigs that the pandemic cost you? Uh, I had a lot of mat- like big matches coming up. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Trisha Dora. Uh, American wrestler. Okay. She's really good. Her finish is a lariat tubman, which I think is fantastic. A, a what? It's called. She calls it the lariat tubman, and that's, it's just a um, I big to, bad clothesline. I had to double check. <laughs> that's what you had said. That's yeah. fantastic. And it's fantastic, right? I was supposed to wrestle her at C four, and that was I was looking forward to it, and that yeah. got. I think that was, like, the first match that got canceled. Wow. Um, yeah, I had, like, a bunch of work, like, shows coming up, and I was really starting to get busy. Yeah. So, like, everything that I had felt like I had been working towards was just gone. Um, I had an impact, was supposed to have an impact opportunity. They canceled their taping. Obviously, I'm not there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, a lot of stuff. Huh. Um, <laughs> I, that... I, I think a lot of people are going to remember you from the uh, the eight person tag you did for Impact with uh, Tessa Blanchard and Jordan Grace and Jessica Havoc and yourself against uh, Josh Alexander and uh, uh, Wentz and Xavier and Trey Miguel. Um, was I? I want to ask you about that match itself and what was that like to put together? But coming out of that. Having been put into a spot like that with uh, three of their biggest uh, names on your team against, you know, uh, such a a high-profile team of opponents, coming out of that, did anybody come up to you afterwards and say, you know, hey, give you the the Iggy and say, hey, there's going to be more of this for you? Uh, no. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, no one, I mean, I'm so thankful for all my impact opportunities, but, like, after the first set of tapings, where there was definitely some, like, there was an Iggy of, like, interest, 
Yeah. It kind of just like fizzled out. And I don't know if that's like visa related. I don't know if that's just like space related in terms of like how much talent there was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I haven't really heard, had really not even heard, having much contact with anyone. Um, but the match itself, like everyone loved it and like everyone loved the promo and like everyone, like people backstage were super happy with it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I just, I was hoping for something, but I don't know. Again, I don't know what could have happened. Right. Had things not been canceled, hmm. and um, have you have you traveled uh, much out of Ontario to wrestle? Uh, a bit. I definitely should have traveled more. And when I, when I had finally graduated school, I had planned to. Yeah. And then it just kind of didn't end up happening hmm. for one reason or another. Um, but like I've done Quebec, I've done uh, the Maritimes, I've done the states. Uh, I'd really like to go to like the UK. Yeah. To be honest, or like Japan or Mexico, just somewhere like far away and really learn something new and then come back. Yeah. Any, uh, have you put out feelers for that kind of thing yet? I did for the UK, but they're, um, I God, I don't even remember the guy's contact anywhere to be honest. I'm so bad <laughs> with contacting people. It's my worst. I, I, probably my worst like bad habit. I'm bad at getting back to people. I'm bad at remembering names. Like I'm, I have to go like search through messages. It's so bad. You gotta, you gotta start keeping notes. Actually, I honestly, yeah, I do have to write things down for yeah. sure. Because <laughs> I mean, I, I mean the, the the list of uh the list of opponents you've had um is is a, is a bit of a who's who. You know, uh, people like Jazz and Allison Kay and. Tennille Dashwood, Jordan Grace, Vanessa Craven, Penelope Ford, Veda Scott, Madison Rain. These are all, you know, it's all people that those names can be bandied about. And they're they're a nice shortcut in a conversation to put yourself over. I could absolutely see you uh, doing doing the UK or doing more of the States and 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 getting over, you know. It's mm-hmm. it's not like you're not without personality, and it's you're you definitely have the skill. So, um, coming as we're, I don't know, we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel of the pandemic and lockdowns, and we're we're starting to see people talk about running again. People who you know aren't crazy and were running all through this thing. Mm-hmm. Are you preparing to uh, to go back on the road for wrestling, or are you starting to settle into the idea of of life at home and and a, and, a, and a veterinary clinic? <laughs> oh, no, I can't wait to get on the road again. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I talked to. Um, I think I might be actually going out to the Maritimes, just even just to train. Like I just I can't wait to go on a drive somewhere, be all like cramped up for like hours <laughs> get in a ring and then I'm super sore and then eat something really bad and then just get back in the car. I miss it. I never thought I would miss that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who's your, who's your, okay. I've asked this to a few other wrestlers. Uh, you've got four seats in a car. You're one of them. Who are the three other people on your best, in your best road trip crew? Ooh, uh, where's a vertigo and oh, I have to pick one more. Um, Hmm. Who would I put there? I would put Saber. I think those are my other three. Okay, Saber is a good yeah. choice. Saber is an yeah. excellent. He he is he's an adventure team member for sure. Yeah. <laughs> nobody, and I mean nobody, says Space Monkey. <laughs> I mean, I've driven with Space Monkey before, and it's fine. <laughs> His driving sometimes scares me. That was, hold on. Let's not pass the fact that that was the, that was one of the least enthusiastic finds of all time. And, and he listens to this fucking show religiously. So I know, I know he's listening right now. And I just want you to know, Space Mike, God damn, you suck, dude. I, <laughs> the only reason I say he's fine is because he's gotten into, I think, two accidents. Yes. With a deer. Yes. <laughs> and I just, oh, that's so hard to say, like, it's a coincidence. And here's the thing. I believe that you're not at fault. 
it's very hard to avoid an animal crossing the street yeah. when you're traveling on the highway. Yeah. But, but twice it scares me. <laughs> twice. And I, I, I'm, I'm trying to remember what the, uh, is the connection that they were a year apart or is the connection they were almost in the same spot? I can't remember. There's something, um, additionally wacky about him and, and hitting deer. And I can't I think remember. It's both. Yeah. I think it's both of them. I think I'm, Pretty sure it was like, I'm like ninety percent sure they were a year apart, but I think they were in like the same area. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck them. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> no, I love them, but just like not as a driver, at least for sure not as a driver. Yeah, maybe as like the fourth seat in the car. Yeah, I think I think Monkey is definitely the person you put in the back seat of the car. I don't want him driving. And I don't want him to have access to the radio. Okay. <laughs> it's no just, radio? No, I don't want him to have access to the radio. Nope. It just can't happen. <laughs> I, I, I love the kid, but God damn. He is, uh, he, he is, he's a, he's a, a pebble in my shoe sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, uh, speaking of our mutual whack job friends, uh, you had a match with, uh, Holden Albright a while back. It's, well, I mean, everything is over a year ago now, but I think it was for, um, uh, for Crossbody in Kitchener. Yes. Yes. What is it like, uh, working with Holden Albright? And I mean, you know, I just a few days ago I streamed on Twitch. I streamed um, a uh, a wrestlers union match of Albright and Josh Alexander, and they're just mm-hmm. they're just beating the hell out of each other. And uh, and as strong as you are, and as tough as you are, you are still maybe like literally half of of of, of Holden's size. Yeah. I'm, I think I'm less than half. Uh, well, no, yeah, half. less than half. Say half. Yeah, and <laughs> I mean, does does working with somebody like Holden uh, make you nervous on any level? Um, I gotta be honest, like, I get nervous wrestling my friends sometimes because like I don't want to let them down. Yeah. Um, and Holden always is so full of ideas that I'm like, oh shit, I really don't want to let him down. Yeah. <laughs> So like I do, I do always, I, I can't even speak. Um, <laughs> I always have like this little bit of like extra nerves when I'm wrestling friends. But honestly, like he definitely didn't hurt as much as other people I've wrestled. Yeah. Um, and it, I mean, <laughs> it's definitely not that he's unsafe because he's not unsafe. Mm-hmm. He's safe, but yeah, he also is gonna unload. He's, yeah. He's like I mean when 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 that when a forearm or an elbow or a punch is coming. It, it's, it's coming. coming. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> so, so what, what's it like to, uh, what's it like to actually get in the ring and trade strikes with him? Um, not bad. I don't think he hit me too hard. I feel like I'd remember if he hit me that hard. Yeah. Um, I definitely did not hit him as hard as I could have. <laughs> oh, not, <laughs> a, not as hard as you, why not? I don't like to lay it in that much because oh. I, I know it looks better, but I don't want to receive it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but with with somebody like Holden, like if 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 I ever had the chance to work with you, fucking punch me. I'm just I I want you to I want you to bring it. Mm-hmm. When you have that opportunity, I've always thought that the better the friend, the harder I could punch. You know, See, I, I used I know to work with, thing. yeah, I used to work with, I, you know, when I had matches with Sebastian Dark, we were just, we were just throwing them at each other because, you know, ha ha ha, we're, we're just going to go out drinking afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> See, I know that's a thing, but I, I, whenever I wrestle my friends, I look at them, I'm like, I'm always tinier than them. Yeah. And I know that if I lay it in on them and they lay it in back on me, it's going to hurt so much more to me. <laughs> No matter what. And they're all probably, as much as I love my friends, they're probably all going to hit me in the wrong spot because it's a big height difference. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. I've been so, I've, where's it has kicked me in the face 
so many times. Oh. Um, <laughs> so all accidental, but like very, I think there's a picture. I literally have his footprint on my face oh. after one match. Um, and again, ever... like totally accidental, but like with that height difference, like I know I always get kind of clipped. Have you ever given him a receipt? Oh yeah. 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 He's probably one of the only people I'm not afraid to give a receipt because he immediately, he, he'll be like, okay, he knows what's going on. <laughs> I got, I got, I got shit about a year and a half ago for elbowing somebody in the ear and actually audibly saying sorry in the match. <laughs> and I was like, wait, I, I, it, I said it. I was like, where did that even come from? From just fucking take it, say yeah. sorry afterwards. Uh, <laughs> when, when he clips you and you fire back on him, what, what's his response? Does he, um, does he, does he, does he cower a little? Takes does he, it. Does no, he, he doesn't does cower. Does he lean in and apologize or what does he do? No, I think, cause it, I think that like, when I think back to the last match where he kicked me in the face, I literally <laughs> said like, ow. <laughs> so I think he knew immediately like, oh shit. <laughs> I shouldn't. Um, and then, yeah, he hurt me a lot that match actually. He stepped on my finger. He like kicked my toe back while he was running. Wow. Yeah. This and is... it was a good match, but like thinking back, like I was so beat up after. Okay. Um, yeah. And he even like, That's... he said afterwards he apologized, but like during the match, as soon as I fired back, he's like, okay, I know why. Like he heard me say why. Yeah. Uh, have you ever, because you're, you're, you're four foot 11, if I'm not, you know, cage match, uh, is correct. Four, four ten. Four ten. They're not okay. Correct. All right. Well, you know, lifts. Lifts in the boots. So sure, yeah. So you're four so ten, and you you probably weigh a buck ten. I wish. How much do you weigh? Well, last I checked was one twenty eight. Okay. Hey, listen. Better for better for wrestling. Better for ten. It is. I I don't think here here's the most chauvinist thing I'll say in this interview. I don't think anybody's ever looked at a photo of you and said, "Jeez, oh, come on." Lose a little. <laughs> I mean, I have, but I feel like I might be wow. the only one that's done that. <laughs> Has when you come to the ring and you're four ten and a buck and a quarter, have you ever had an opponent, male or female, try to take advantage of you in the ring? Um, not try and take advantage of, but I've definitely been stuck in the situation where like. My opponent is so much larger and greener. Yeah. And they're harder to control because of that. Yeah. Like, I wrestled quite a few girls that are, like, considerably taller than me and, like, thicker than me. Yeah. And they're pretty green, and, like, trying to move them around is almost impossible because they don't really know how to work with someone. Um, what so you... I'm literally trying to, like, drag them and, like, pick them up and put them in place, but they're not cooperating because they yeah. just can't, like... I can't physically move them all by myself, and they can't figure out what's going on. What What do you do in a situation like that? How do you How do you communicate with that person? Uh, you know, to 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 get them up to speed. I grab a hold and tell them we're either going to come back or going home. Very nice. <laughs> I I try, as soon as something starts to go bad in a match with someone who's like a lot newer. Yeah. I immediately am like, let's just take it home. Yeah. I don't want to try and, I, cause I know how it's going to, one thing is going to go wrong and then everything is just going to go wrong after that. Hmm. <laughs> and, uh, what kind of, what kind of lip do you get afterwards in a situation like that? Uh, I don't think I have gotten any lip. I don't think I have. No. No, promoters are usually like, pretty okay when I do that. I've only done it like a handful of times. The one time I did it and it was a problem, um, it was just like a whole other situation. Like I had been, uh, my head had like bounced off the floor. I was bleeding out the back of my head. So I'm like, let's just end Ooh. the match. Like I don't want to keep going. Yeah. Um, and I had to explain, I'm like, look, like I'm driving myself home. I'm bleeding. Like I need to get out of here. Mm -hmm. I was literally like, finished the match. I'm like I'm gone. Bye. That's it. Um, but that's probably the only time there was ever an issue regarding it yeah um and, and like i could have handled it better but i was just like oh i'm frustrated i don't want to be here i just want to go home get looked at rest 
Yeah, the uh, the driving while injured thing is frigging terrible. I once drove home from uh, Erie, Pennsylvania with a busted ankle. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> That's awful. Yeah. Uh, uh, with, like, a bag of ice between my leg and uh, the inner wheel well, or the, you know, the inner console. Yeah. And, uh, and just, yeah, okay, well, I, you know what? I've, I've busted my ankle before. This was, this was slightly different. This was, uh, it was a bone in the foot as opposed to, um, like really shattering bones like I had the first time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and it was just, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and sleep this off and I'll go to the hospital in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a few of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's the, that's the other thing is, have you ever, in your times in the States, have you ever thought to yourself, okay, uh, I'm hurt, but I can, I'm, I'm determined to make it back to the border before I see somebody about it? Uh, yeah, I was, uh, I was at AIW and my shoulder had popped out, like, first thing in the match. Yeah. Uh, kept going, was fine, whatever. Thank God my mom had driven with me. <laughs> I, <laughs> because I would not have been able to make that drive back. Yeah. Uh, like, thank, I literally, she didn't even come to watch the show. She just wanted to go shopping in Buffalo. Uh, we literally, we made, we made sure to leave early so she could go shopping and then we made our way to Cleveland after. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just thinking I could not imagine my mother coming to a show coming to a show let alone driving me to a show in the states you're so your your mom is on board with your wrestling yeah yeah uh <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a that's a space monkey level commitment it is you just i know made there. <laughs> they're, they're very supportive i will say my parents are super supportive yeah. but um i can always see the fear in their eyes when they watch anything that I do, um, even with the backyard pro stuff, like the filming in the back, I can, yeah. I can literally look in the window and see how horrified my mom is that I'm going to get hurt. <laughs> so <laughs> what did she say to you when you got hurt in Cleveland? Like, uh, was, it a, was it a steady lecture for five hours on the way home? No, not a lecture. Just like a whole, she's like, oh, no, are you okay? Do it, like, is it in? Do you have to go to the hospital when we get back? I'm like, it's fine, it's fine. Like, I just, you know, go see a physiotherapist. We just got to get back. Because I'm sore, yeah, and I just wanna—I <laughs> don't want to be in the car. I—I—I I, I may have told you this before. When I uh, when I tore up my hip a couple of summers ago, uh—you remember I was walking on a cane for a while. Yeah, I remember that. And uh, I had borrowed a cane after a couple of days. I had borrowed a cane from uh, from uh, my manager at work because he had had his mm -hmm. uh, hip replaced. And uh, I walked into my dad's place that it was july i remember exactly it was july 7th a couple of years ago walked into my dad's place he looked at me and said two things one you've got to quit that wrestling shit <laughs> and two do you want your own cane and he had made he had made some canes some walking oh. sticks and that that cane that i was using all those months on smash tv uh, is a cane that my dad made. So whenever guys would say, "Hey, can I look at it?" I was like, "I, you know, I don't want to hand this to you because if you fuck around with it, it's a thing my dad made, and I'll murder you." So <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you have to quit that wrestling shit. Is uh, <laughs> all right. I will. I'll, I'll taper. Yeah. I'll taper off slowly over the next ten years, Dad. <laughs> oh yeah my mom um because i'm i'm gonna be getting surgery soon oh and my mom's like oh she's like are you, are you sure you want to keep wrestling she's like, you know you don't have to get surgery if you don't keep wrestling i'm like i the reason i'm getting it is because i want to yeah. like i've made the decision in my mind i'm still going what are you getting surgified shoulder oh again. yeah yeah they're gonna get some kind of uh out of no, Tommy John surgery wouldn't be appropriate here. That's a ligament replacement. What, uh, what, like, what are they doing? They're just cleaning so stuff I, up, or kinda. It's a bit of cleaning up because I've had two two surgeries before. Yeah. And um, 
problem is that I got them really young. Like, I was 17, I think. 16, Jesus. 17. Oh, you throwing knuckleballs in a fucking baseball league? What is, how do no, you... I was wrestling. I was training. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I think the problem was I was really young, and at the time I didn't ask for any, like, extra imaging outside of, like, an x-ray and ultrasound. Yeah. Um, which this time I'm like, okay, like I want MRIs, I want CAT scans, I want to know what the hell's going on in there. Why does my shoulder keep dislocating after two surgeries? Yeah. Um, turns out the surgeries that were done, they were fine. Um, I've just, I've grown out of them. Like I was 17 when I got them. I'm 20, about to be 25 now. Yeah. My body has just grown out of the work. Um, so that's what led to dislocations. And because it's dislocated so many times, it's, the bone has essentially been shaving down each time. Yeah. So I'm just missing a big chunk of bone now. What the? (laughs) Okay. Yeah, so I'm going to have take bone from, I think, my hip. Yeah. And put it into my shoulder. And then every doctor I see says that's the ultimate fix. You will not have any problems after that. You will be fine after that. Okay. Which I mean. (laughs) Why are all wrestlers stupid? What are we doing? I mean, it could be worse, I guess. Oh, it it could be, but let's not tempt fate like that. No. no. (laughs) (laughs) Fate's just, oh, hold my beer. Uh, (laughs) So when when are you having this done? I have no idea. I meet with a doctor in, uh, I think, a week, a couple weeks. Okay. Yeah. Oh, a couple weeks. And I figure out from there. Happy birthday. Here's a surgical date. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, that's what it's going to be. Yeah. Um, I oh, think yeah. the week before my birthday, I might be getting surgery at this point. Um, I was, uh, yeah, I was just thinking, your your birthday's a week after mine. You're, uh, you're oh, God. Okay, I'm going to say it out loud because I was going to say it out loud. You're exactly half <laughs> my age. <laughs> Fuck. I just, okay. I'm just turning to dust as we speak. What, uh... What are you doing for your birthday, considering uh, half the country is uh, under lock and key? Honestly, pro- uh, I would say what I did last year, which was basically nothing, but <laughs> I, more things are open now than they were last year. So maybe I can go, like, I mean, ideally, I'd like to go see a movie. But <laughs> I was going to say, say, hooray, you can go to the store. Yeah, I mean, okay, Costco's a blast now that nobody's panic buying. Yeah. <laughs> no, do you, I mean, are you are you even thinking about making... Are theaters open here? I think they're open. I just think there's, like, nothing in them. Yeah, go go daytime. Go daytime. When yeah. There's, when there's even less people. Oh, yeah. I always... Um, uh, pandemic or not, I... I there's nothing I love more than the 11 a.m. movie. Ooh, that sounds like a good time. Fuck, it's awesome. <laughs> I'll just there's a couple, there's a few times where I've woken up late, you know, I or well for me early, you know, I woke I wake up at like 9:30 or something, and it's like, oh shit, I could go see Endgame, and uh, it's just me and like maybe 12 people in some giant theater, and uh, it's just great. I, the oh, entire, that'd be ideal. The entire back row and nobody bothering me. That's that's the dream. That's the real. I dream. wish I sat front row for Endgame at like the side. Wow! I'm not even in the middle. <laughs> that is that's a crime. Yeah, I still love the movie, but man, my neck was hurting after that. <laughs> what? Uh, okay, what? Here, slightly. Uh, uh, well, definitely off the wrestling topic. What's the movie you've been waiting for for the past year that they just keep delaying? I want to see Black Widow. Yeah. And they pushed I really it, want to see Black Widow. They just pushed it again to July 9th. Yeah. Ugh, I just want to see. I need more Marvel. I didn't realize I needed it until WandaVision came out. Yeah. And then WandaVision came out, and I watched it week by week, and then it finished, and like, I need more. <laughs> what did you think of WandaVision? I loved it. Yeah. I wasn't even looking forward to it at first. Like I was, I saw the poster, like okay, like this looks cool, and then I totally forgot the week that it came out. So I caught up, I think, the next week when there was three episodes. They they released the first two together, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they, so I, I, I think they had to. 
<laughs> yeah. I'm glad they um, did. Me too. <laughs> so I just spent like an like two hours just watching like the first three episodes, and yeah. I was hooked. What? Uh, okay. Move past uh, Wanda and Vision. Who's your favorite supporting character from that series? Oh, Agatha. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I'm so glad that she's that she survived the series because she's going to come back at some point to literally haunt them. I hope so. I really like her. Yeah. I want a you know what I actually want is um uh oh fuck and I forgot his name now. Hold on. I have to I have to IMDB this. <laughs> because if I don't I'm going to be so pissed off. And 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 now the this isn't cooperating with me. Okay, hang on. Because I I I know I was about to get the name wrong, uh, the character's name wrong. Uh, yeah, Mordo, uh, Baron Mordo. I uh, Mordo uh, in the in the uh, post credit scenes for Doctor Strange is going on uh, uh, is starting his hunt of magic users. <gasps> I want him to find. Uh, to find Agatha, because I think that, I think the two of them together could cause so much fucking mayhem. That could be cool. That could be very cool. Ooh. And I really like uh, I really like uh, Cheadle uh, Ijafor. So, like, I mean, the two of them together that would be that would be mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, are, uh, did you watch uh, the first episode of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier? Oh, I did. I was very happy. Yes, <laughs> I'm. I'm also looking for big things from that because I think I, the TV series are setting up, uh, setting up stuff for the movies. Mm-hmm. And I mean, great stories in and of themselves, but they're setting up stuff for the. They're they're they're, they're getting you. T- it's it's house shows and TV getting you to a pay per view is. <laughs> so, I mean, it's working. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Getting me hyped, like. I think as soon as WandaVision ended, I googled the release date for Multiverse of Madness, and I was very upset that how far away it is. Yeah, uh, and it keeps everything keeps getting pushed back, and it's just they're just trying to hurt my feelings at this point. Honestly, how I feel too. But uh, uh, yeah, Black Widow, July 9th, uh, theaters and uh, uh, Disney Plus on the uh, on the give us extra money Disney Plus gimmick, the premiere access, whatever. For like you know what? I bucks. don't mind it. Yeah, I don't mind it. Are you gonna, yeah, are you gonna shell out thirty bucks for that? I don't mind it only because I would spend probably the same amount in a movie theater because I never go by myself. Yeah, I usually always have like at least one person with me. So there's two tickets right there, which is already like thirty bucks. Snacks. Um, I like to eat a lot of snacks, <laughs> and movie theater snacks are not cheap, especially at Cineplex. <laughs> no, no, they're so, not. So that's another like. 15 there i'd honestly yeah I'd, I'd spend about 30 bucks or more if i went to a theater anyways yeah so i don't totally mind paying 30 at home are you uh are you a comic book reader at all or or do you are you mainly confined to the movies and tv uh, i dabbled with the comics yeah there's just so many that i honestly i get lost yeah um uh, what but, what I mean, what kind of stuff do you read when you're? When, what do you look for when you want when you're reading a comic? Uh, I like honestly, I like something pretty streamlined. I want to know what's going on. Yeah. Like if I have to go through like three or four different comics to actually understand the story, I'm out. <laughs> if you can introduce me to a to a to a comic that starts off pretty streamlined and then branches off, no problem. Yeah. But like if it starts off. And like I'm, I'm reading the first issue, and I'm like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, I can't, I can't go back to it. It's part of the problem with comics is that I mean, you know, they they a lot of stuff gets buried under the weight of its own history, mm-hmm. with especially with superhero books, and especially with Marvel and DC because they've been around so long, and you just get you get bogged down in in you get bogged down in the weight of of your own canon and uh and i find more and more for myself anyways that i'm drawn to um i'm drawn to independent books 
And I mean, that's even when I'm reading stuff. I don't, I don't read as much anymore. I'd rather write and I'm not writing enough. So, <laughs> but I would rather, um, at, I, to me, it, the metaphor in my head, uh, is, uh, is Doug Stanhope, the comedian. And Stanhope talks about how, um, you know, he won't listen to Bill Burr anymore. He won't listen to guys he really, really loves anymore because it gets in his head and it, 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 it affects the way it affects what he's writing. So, mm. you know, I don't, he doesn't want to, uh, he doesn't want to start becoming Bill Burr on stage as an example. So, yeah. Uh so I've been I've been reading less and uh and and trying to create more and I, uh in my Patreon exclusive episode later today, I'm going to be talking about uh updates on my comic book stuff. I got got all turned around this week with some shit. Fucking crazy. Uh, <laughs> anyways, off topic. Um uh, uh one more wrestling thing and mm-hmm. and here is a, a, maybe a slight variation on one of the typical questions but um who was the first wrestler that you can remember seeing that made you think I can do this not just who's your favorite necessarily but who made you who made you think you know this is something I could legitimately do This is going to be a terrible answer no answer is terrible. Um, but honestly, I was a, I maybe like the Bella Twins and Eve and Kelly Kelly. And I only say that because they weren't that great at the time. Yeah. And I literally looked at them like, okay, like, I can do that. I know I can do that. They're, I was in karate at the time too. So like they were, like I had learned how to kind of bump and roll around a bit already. And I'm like, okay, like I know I can do this. Yeah. And especially see, if they're on TV and they can barely do it, I can't. <laughs> but you see, that's exactly that's exactly the intent of the question. It's not necessarily like I mean, you know, when I was when I was a kid, I uh, I wanted to be Ric Flair. I wanted to be Arn Anderson, but uh, that didn't necessarily tell me I could be them. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> that didn't that didn't necessarily make it uh, within my grasp. But yeah, I that's 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 what I want to know. Who 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 unlocks the idea in your head? This isn't just something I enjoy watching. I could fucking do this. Yeah, I honestly, I, I again, like, I feel so bad saying it. Like, it sounds so mean. No, that like, don't have yeah, to. these. These girls, they're awful. That's why I thought I could do it, because I thought I could do it at least as good as they did. <laughs> Listen, with a shoulder popped out in Cleveland, I would still I would still bet on you putting on a better show than Kelly Kelly ever did. And that's no, I appreciate that so much. <laughs> yeah, but that, I mean, that's not a... <laughs> it's not a slight on Barbie Blank, because I don't think... I don't think until the idea was presented to her... Uh, that Barbie Blank, I don't think she grew up thinking, oh, damn, I want to be Medusa Michelli when I grow up. I want to be, you know, I want to be the fabulous oh, yeah. Moolah or, 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 or yeah, Wendy Richter. It, that's that's somebody, that's a recruiter went out and said, hey, you're hot. Want to take some bumps? <laughs> Which, I mean, probably means different things to different audiences, but. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh so, uh, so once things open up, we're going to see Alexia Nicole back in the ring and, uh, and she's, uh, she's, she's going to have a shoulder solid enough to, uh, punch you in the face if you potato her Yeah, is what that's, that's what I'm taking away from all this. And she might be surrounded by, um, she might be surrounded by, uh, grateful, well-trained animals that she can sick on you. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I want a companion to walk me to the ring. I want some kind of animal, but I don't know what. What would what? Uh, are you are you a snake person? I I don't hate snakes. Like no. I like snakes, but I'm not a snake person. No, I'm not. I'm not about that. <laughs> I'm not about. I'm not about. I'm not about non mammals. All non mammals. Yeah, yeah. I don't like birds. Okay. I'm not big on birds because they, you know, they want to land on your head. I, I I don't like that. 
I'm always afraid that a bird's going to land on my head, and it just freaks me out. And I don't like reptiles at just we um here here's two two short wrestling reptile things. One, uh, Josh Alexander and uh, Jade Chung's wedding. Mm-hmm. On the way back to the hotel, uh, there was this gigantic tortoise in the middle of the road in this little subdivision that we were cutting through. And uh, it's it's like 11 p.m. midnight, and we stopped high beams on this thing uh, while Sabre got out of the car, Shane Sabre got out of the car, to pick it up and put it on the side of the road. If it had been left to me, that tortoise would have gotten run over by some truck <sighs> afterward. I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to, like... Uh, if we couldn't have found a two by four that I could use to <laughs> gently nudge it along, hey, hey, I know you're supposed to be slow, but speed the fuck up, buddy. Like I, I'm never picking it up, never yeah. picking it up. Turtles are pretty easy to pick up. Literally, just whatever direction they're facing, you just grab them by the sides and put them to where Mm-mm-mm. the safe spot is. <laughs> couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. And actually, oh, hold on, two two snake stories, two very short snake stories. One, um. Uh, years and years ago in Pittsburgh, my tag team partner was this really cool guy named Marcus French. He wrestled as big. And we were, uh, at, we somehow managed to become baby faces. So we were doing all kinds of crazy ass shit when we were coming to the ring. I changed our ring music every time we went out and I wouldn't tell him, <laughs> I wouldn't tell him what it is, what it was. One time we came out to Rainbow Connection, Kermit the Frog. It was just, we were doing weird shit, and one time he said, okay, you're doing weird shit, I can do weird shit, and he brought, he had snakes, and he brought his snake, and I was like, you stay the fuck away (laughs) from me with the fucking snake, and I was deadly serious, but years later, just a couple years ago, um, at Smash, um, uh, 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 Frankie the Mobster, Mm Mm-hmm used to wear his snakes as headgear going to the ring. And Frankie's snake in the Smash locker room is the first ever time I touched a snake. I touched one finger. I touched the, the first time I touched the snake. And then, <laughs> and then I squealed like a little child and started giggling out of fear. So I can't remember who it was, came downstairs into the locker room. This was at the opera house. Came down into the locker room. And I was like, what the fuck is going on down here? Because they had heard me upstairs and thought somebody was being murdered. Oh, not, my God. Not a, <laughs> I, I, there's a couple of times where he, like, he put the snake on my arm after that. Mm-hmm. Like, because I said, okay, let me try this. <laughs> but, no, not a snake person. So, please. Like, if you could get a parrot. Or a dog. I do have a parrot. You have a parrot? I do have a parrot, yeah. What's your parrot's name? His name is Zeus. Zeus. Uh, does, uh, is he, is he very vocal? Does he, does he? Oh, he's vocal, right? Uh, he likes to, uh, he likes to ask for blueberries. He likes to pretend he's, he makes the sound of like my mom's heels walking across the floor. He barks <laughs> like a dog. Like the first time Brad Myers ever came to my house, he thought I had three dogs because he saw two, but he heard another one barking. <laughs> And I had to explain, no, that is my bird. <laughs> how how long have you had the bird? Um, how old is he now? I think almost nine or ten years. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's not a particularly friendly bird. Like he likes me, but he doesn't like other people. So like I don't really show him off to anyone because I know like like Space Monkey, for example, came over, stuck his finger in the cage for whatever reason, and you spit his finger. Because he's um, a fucking idiot. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Monkey, you're listening. I know you're listening. I know I'm going to get a 4 a.m. text. What the fuck's the matter with you? Yeah, like, I always let people see him, say hi to him, but I warn, I warn people. I'm like, he's, like, he's bonded to me, but not really anybody else. Like, he just likes me. Yeah. <laughs> and But that's just how his type of parrot is. Like, his breed of parrot, if they're going to bond to a person, it's one person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... So... <laughs> So Zeus is Zeus is not going to be at ringside with you. No, I, I don't think anyone else would even want to hold him. He's got pretty sharp talons and oh. like 
I'm used to them, but like, I know if I had to hand them off to somebody, they would not be into it. Um, well, hey, yeah, hey, hey, hey don't, don't, don't kink shame anybody. Somebody might be very <laughs> much into it. Maybe. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, no, I would, <laughs> he honestly, he would distract me. Like, I would be so concerned, like, oh my God, is my bird okay? Yeah. Um, I would definitely feel better with, like, a dog that I know everyone is comfortable around. Can we just get, can we get, like, a dog onesie for Fuerza? <laughs> Have him be the dog. Yeah, have him have him be your dog. Oh man, he would not like that. Again, this is turning into a sounds like I'm kink shaming somebody. Turning, <laughs> it turning, I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to turn Fuerza into a furry. Because no, but ironically, I feel like if I if I made him get a dog onesie and wear it, he would force me to also do it for his matches. <laughs> I could absolutely see you coming to the ring with like a uh, a conga line of people in like weird costumes, though, like uh, like masked singer level weird costumes, like just a bunch of aliens or something. That's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's been a long pandemic. I'm just it I'm, has. I'm booking bullshit now. <laughs> But I like it. <laughs> oh my god! All right, let's wrap this up before I talk myself into before I before I talk myself into you private investigating me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be outside your door by the time we're done. <laughs> <laughs> just just you and a, I come out my front door. It's you and a bunch of cops, and you point and scream. That's him. <laughs> Oh fuck! Anyways, Space Monkey's probably gonna call the cops and have me swatted. Anyways, so. oh no, <laughs> he's a jerk. I love him, but he's a jerk. Uh, all right, uh, Alexi and Nicole, what what have we missed? What have we missed in this interview? What what do you what were you hoping that we could get across to people that I I uh, I blew the spot and didn't ask you about? if there's anything the only thing i guess i could like say is like they um the backyard pro season three gofundme is open yes yeah we just started i think i think filming has just started i know i'm filming in a few days okay um so I yeah it's, i swear to god the last question i have written down here on my list i'll send you a screen cap is <laughs> who is detective cookie dough detective cookie she is the backyard pro uh champion yeah and she yeah and she is the uh lead detective at the chocolate chip apartment i don't i'm trying to come up with names now and i'm not very good at it i need to actually sit and think of things before i say them <laughs> <laughs> but detective cookie uh, i uh, for those who don't know backyard pro was the brainchild of von vertigo who early on in the pandemic got bored out of his tit and decided, uh, if I can get people together in ones and twos, we can film some nonsense. And he's done two volumes of Backyard Pro that are available on... You know, you know what? I'm going to make that... Uh, I'll, I'll throw that into the uh, recommended viewing links on this uh, on this episode. Um, uh, yeah, two volumes of Backyard Pro, which are both available on YouTube. And, uh, and uh, you... A portrayed Detective Cookie Dough in your finest uh, Carmen San Diego attire. My mom's actually. I got my own jacket now. <laughs> and I know on the uh, in the first volume you tracked down that deplorable Moon Dog. At, sure did. At, yeah, uh, at, at some northern cabin, uh, a match that ended up in a lake. And uh, on volume two, who did you uh, who did you face in volume two? Uh, volume two, I was part of the poolside battle royal. Okay. Poolside rumble. I don't remember what we called it. Um, so I was in that, and I won. And then I wrestled Jay Wheeler, who <laughs> came halfway through the match, turned into a zombie Jay Wheeler with a Jason mask. Okay. <laughs> and you managed to beat him and become. The uh, the champ. Yes, lo there was lots of mace in that match. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay, 
So yeah, so the uh, the third volume is being funded to uh, right now. Uh, so if you if you check Backyard Pro on YouTube and you think, okay, I support this nonsense, then uh, there's an Indiegogo that you can go to and uh, chip in a few bucks to uh, help make all of it happen. And you can see, are you going to be defending? Is Detective Cookie Dough going to be defending her title? She is going to be defending. Yeah. Oh, do can you? Tell I'm not us allowed anything? to say who yet. Ah. <laughs> Okay, uh, I was hoping we could get a scoop. I I got very strict instructions to not tell anybody. Okay, all right. Because I am bad at spoiling things, so I will not let this be spoiled. <laughs> okay, but but I'm I'm gonna take a guess that it's you versus the Rock. <laughs> God, I wish. No, I don't think anyone other than Psycho Mike can have that uh that match. That's the yeah. Well, that's the feud. That's that's uh that's. The, you know the feud that never ends. Tommy Rich and Buzz Sawyer is just going to go <laughs> on and on and on. Uh, all right, um, Alexia Nicole, tell people where they can find you online. If you can find me on Instagram at Alexia Nicole or on Twitter at it's Alexia Nicole, and if you would like to buy some merchandise, I have a online store which is www.bigcartel.alexianicolewrestler.com I believe if that's not it just type Alexia Nicole's Big Cartel into Google it will show up <laughs> <laughs> very good alright well yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you for doing this I've wanted to get you on the show for a while and just uh, jibber jabber away for a bit um, I am yeah I am very much looking forward to uh running shows again so that we can uh hopefully get you into a union ring it's long overdue as far as i'm concerned so i hope so i've watched i've been there to watch I feel yeah like you have cute. you and have I've never been on the show no i it's you know what i i'm not gonna say it's an error i need to correct it's just a uh it's a thing that hasn't happened yet that i keep giving myself shit for <laughs> why haven't i made this happen when i so badly want to make it happen so uh yeah i'll I'll tell you what if uh if we could have all gotten vaccinated a few months ago uh there would have been a show for my birthday april 9th and uh ah. yeah i i got the venue booked man and it's just, it's ah. just gonna go to waste now it would have been uh it would have been uh would have been nice you... would you socially distance wrestling is that a thing <laughs> i wish because listen I mean, between you and uh, and Addie Star and uh, and Jody Threat, I think there is uh, and you know and there's there's so many. I would love to bring Lefisto in from Quebec. I would mm-hmm. I would really like to run a uh, a one night uh, eight woman tournament. And Ooh. yes, I've been thinking about it for a couple of years and. Uh, it, given the chance, I will make that happen by the end of 2022. So, I'm going to hold you to that. <laughs> feel free. I'm saying it on the podcast. I'm saying it on the podcast. I absolutely mean to make it happen. So, okay. there we go. All right, Alexi Nicole, thank you for coming on to the Handsome Genius Club radio show. Thank you for having me. This was fun. I like the jibber jabber. <laughs> <laughs> if you like the jibber jabber, go back and listen to Monday's episode with uh, me and John Greed. <laughs> Not a goddamn thing makes sense in that episode. <laughs> All right, kids, that is going to bring today's episode to a close. Um, of course, you know, you can find me on social media at my name is Kingdom, Twitter. <laughs> the cat is still. <laughs> Still scratching me. <laughs> uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, and the all important Patreon, all of those at my name is Kingdom. Uh, of course, there's also the store. I- <laughs> oh, cat. It's just funny because, you know, she, she's, she means well. Um, there's a store on Teespring, teespring.com slash stores slash my name is Kingdom. You can uh, grab t-shirts and 
stickers and coffee mugs and all kinds of really cool stuff there. And uh, we'll be increasing that. I got another shirt that I just started working on. And um, it um, it may be the next design for Patreon, for the Patreon uh, Hall of Fame tier. But uh, it might also go straight to the Teespring store. We'll see. Um, other than that, ow, mother... <laughs> I better go I better go um play catch with this cat or something throw uh throw one of her toys for her before she fucking claws my foot off uh kids until Monday <laughs> take care of one another uh play with your cat <laughs> before she gets bored and stabs you <laughs> Find some good trouble to get into. Your Uncle Kingdom loves you. Bye.